0: That sounded weak. Shall we give them another round of applause? You know, I I really envy Yap Chi Meng, the father. He's got, I've got two sons. He's got three sons. But for a few minutes, he has a beautiful, loving daughter, and I don't have. Next Christmas, I want to act. And I want many daughters. Well, I'm glad you liked the the presentation. Uh, But how did you like the subtitles? Uh, Especially the translation of the song lyrics. You know, I, I take responsibility. for for the very odd English uh, there. It was like translating Shakespeare into K-pop. And I don't read Shakespeare, and I don't listen to K-pop. So really, how was the translation? It's a bit stilted, a bit odd, or colorless. You know, I'm not not very good with colors. and, And by the way, I don't know if I dream in color or black and white. Do you? Who dreams in black and white here? Um, but you should have seen the colors I used to wear in the past and it was so bad that a company that I worked for decided to send me and a few of us to John Robert Powers it's an image consultant company and they taught us about colors and they said that nature has a way with colors and they taught us how to match colors in the clothes that you wear and that Nature has, um, you match colors according to the seasons And I love this picture It's the same picture, but in four seasons And so they say that from the color of your hair And the color of your eyes You can be a spring person Or a summer, or a winter, or an autumn person And and for many of us here who are Chinese with jet black hair Although mine has a lot of grey now And and black eyes, then we are typically either winter people or summer people, and that we should dress according to winter colors and summer colors. And according to this theory, people with black hair and black eyes do not look good in yellow. Ladies, sisters, anyone who's dressed in yellow, my apologies. According to this theory, you're not supposed to look good in yellow. Well, I came across this song, which I I want you to, to listen to carefully. Listen to this. Make colors There's a whole bunch of questions here What made God make colors And what made God send Jesus on Christmas Day Indeed, what made God send Jesus But to answer that question We need to ask another question What made God Make us What made God make us and to answer this question, we've got to ask an even more fundamental question. Is there a God? If there isn't a God, then we just eat, we drink, we be merry, Christmas, no Christmas, and then we die. And that's that. There's no need to love anyone. There's no need to decide what is right and what is wrong. Because without God, life is fundamentally meaningless. It's random. There are no moral absolutes. If there is no God. Last Friday, I just conducted a funeral service Friday night. And every cell of my body tells me that life is more than eat, drink, and be merry, and then we die. That there is good. That there is evil. That there is love. And the Bible tells us that God has put eternity into the hearts of men. And that we were made in the image of God. So what made God make us? What made you make babies? I've made two. They are 25 and 22 now. Because we want to love them. I have my two sons because I want to love them. And in the same way, God made us to love us. He wants to love us. He wants to have an everlasting relationship with us but we reject Him. We'd rather go our own way. We want to go our own way. We stray. And and we don't like the idea that there is a God who is above us. And so we, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us turning to his own way. Adam and Eve did. The first humans, they strayed. They turned their own ways. They decided to be masters of their own destiny. They willfully disobeyed God, and there were cataclysmic effects. Sin entered as a result. Germs, disease, natural disasters were the outcome of sin entering our world. So what made God send Jesus? The mess in this world that you see. The mess. This mess that was created by sin, caused by sin, caused by our rejection of God. And everything gets perverted and twisted Where we mistake lust for love. Where we think we have healthy ambition, but it is actually unbridled pride. We think we have freedom, but that freedom turns into anarchy. What made God send Jesus? God's love made God send Jesus. Did you catch the very clever up and down dialogue in the second act? Very positive in one direction. And totally negative in the other direction. I know it's a bit hard to, to catch the, the color in that dialogue because of my colorless translation. I try again, you know. He say, will you renege on your promise? And he says, no, do you love me? He says, of course I love you. Have you? Will you betray me? No. Why, should, why would I? Will you hug me? Of course, and not just once. Will you ever beat me? He says, no, can I trust you? What about the other way up? Can I trust you? No. Will you ever betray? Will you ever beat me? Of course, and not just once. Will you hug me? No. Why would I hug you? Will you ever betray me? Of course I would. Do you love me? No. It's up, it's down. It's twisted, it's perverted. Why don't we pose the same questions to God? Shall we? God, will you renege on your promises? And God says in Isaiah 46.1, What I have said, that I will bring about. What I have planned, that will I do. And that's God's promise. Do you love me? And God says in Jeremiah 31:3, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with loving kindness. Will you ever betray me? Can I trust you? And Jesus said, Which of you, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? And in Hebrews 13:5, God has said, Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. Well, you may say these are very nice words. And I can shout it till I'm blue in the face and I'm red in the eyes. Truly colourful then. I can even encrust these words in gold and present it to you in platters of silver. But it will mean very little until it is demonstrated. And God's love is demonstrated and was demonstrated on Christmas Day. There is a very key verse in the Bible I want to share with you, and that is John chapter 15, verse 13. It says, Greater love has no one than this, that he laid down his life for his friends. What made God send Jesus? To die on Calvary? Because God had a serious problem. He had a rebellious people, you and I. But he had a merciful heart, But God cannot be unrighteous. He cannot just ignore the sins of a rebellious people. Sin is sin and has to be punished. And God is justice. And God is love. And God is grace. And God is very clever. And he found the perfect solution where love meets justice, meets righteousness, meets grace, meets mercy. And so he gave. He gave his son. He laid to lay down his life to take the punishments for our sins. And He gave us more than colors, He gave us Christ. He gave us back our lives, the abundant life, life to the full, life that is colorful, life to eternity. So how do we respond to such love? Let me read to you again another portion from the Bible, in 1 John chapter 4, from verse 7. Not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us. And His love is made perfect, complete in us. Friends, Christmas is... Not just a commemoration. Christmas is a challenge. Peace on earth, goodwill to all men. And that challenge is love. Luke chapter 6, verse 35, Jesus said these words. He says, but love your enemies. Do good to them and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great and you will be sons of the Most High because He is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. The challenge to love became very real for me this week. Last Sunday, someone shared with me some very harsh words she received from a friend. It was the harshest words I've ever heard for a long, long time now. And as pastor... I dutifully advised her to forgive, to love, to be kind to the ungrateful, to be kind to the wicked. And together we prayed for strength to do so. But that was her, not me. The following day on Monday, my wife Angeline and I heard some very wicked and ungrateful words from someone. And then we turned to one another and we were saying, After all that we had done for this guy... You now have the nerve to blame us and to say such ungrateful words. And then began this up and down dialogue. Say, so forget it. I don't need to extend further grace to you anymore. But, but you are better than that. You are a child of God. I should confront you and list down all the help that I've given to you or the money I've lent to you and never got a cent back. Don't expect to get anything back. You are a pastor for goodness sake. In fact, we are meeting tonight. Pray for me, will you? To love. To love this person because of Christmas Day. Because of what happened on Christmas Day. That was Monday. Tuesday. Tuesday, I had dinner with a friend. And both of us were like commiserating over some injustice that that he and his family has suffered. So how can people be so angry at one another and the hurt goes so deep? Forgive. Forgive. Attend the family meeting. Be kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. You are sons of the Most High because of Christmas Day. Thank God I had a break on Wednesday. Nothing happened on Wednesday. Thursday, Someone I had been helping for many years now sent me an SMS. He said, I've invited some friends home for Christmas and I have no food. Please give me some money. Please save me from my embarrassment. My POSB savings account number is 12345. That was the SMS. In fact, I get many SMS from this person. I had already planned to send him some NTUC vouchers Uh, As a Christmas present. So it wasn't really a big deal. That was Thursday. On Friday, I received an SMS from the same person. So, what time are you coming to my house to give me money? And so began that up and down dialogue. What does he think he is? I drop everything. I'm preparing a Christmas sermon, you know. I drop everything and drive over to your house and give you money. And Jesus said, Give to the one who asks you. And do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. But Lord, he is not borrowing. He is demanding. And this is the umpteenth time I am giving to him this year. And we began in 2002. Do unto others what you would have them do to you. Matthew chapter 7, verse 12, the words of Jesus. No, I can't. Yes, you can. No, I can't. I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Words from the Bible, Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. And I think I can because of Christmas Day. And so this Christmas season is more than a commemoration. Yes, we have turkey, we have decorations, we have lights, we have colors. But to all who are Christians, followers of the one who came at Christmas... We have a challenge. We have a challenge. And the challenge is, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love, does not know God, because God is love. No one has ever seen God. But if we love one another, God lives in us, and His love is made complete in us. So, sons and daughters, of the Most High. Who among your enemies, if you should have some today, that you should be loving this Christmas? To whom should you be doing good to today, tomorrow, or at least this Christmas season before the year is over? God loves us so much that He sent His Son and that this love is only made complete if we love. Because we have been loved. And that is the true color of a Christian, a son of the Most High. You know, there is a, there is a Greek word in the Bible that means multicolor. And it's translated manifold. It's found in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 10. It says, God's intent was that now, through the church, the manifold the multicolored wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms, according to his eternal purpose, which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. When we love like Jesus loves, we are showing our true colors, sons of the Most High. We, the body of Christ, the church, Will show the manifold, the multicolored wisdom of God, not just to the physical world, but as it says in here, to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms, to the prince and principalities of the spiritual realm. Yeah, that's what Christmas means to this world, to the seen world and the unseen world, when we love. So, what made God make colors? His love. And colors also to be shown by us to an unseen world, the spiritual world. What made God send Jesus? His love. To demonstrate what divine love is. What made God make us? His love. What makes us commemorate, commemorate Christmas? His love. What challenges us at Christmas? His love. So, on Christmas Day, God gave the ultimate gift His love. Let me now invite the musicians to come uh, forward. We're going to sing a closing song together. So, this is Christmas Day His love. God gave us a gift of love, it's a gift of life. Would you come to Him this Christmas? Would you receive this gift? of love. A few days ago, I was um, looking through some old mail that I had and in there were many gift certificates because I, my, my, my birthday was in November last month. There were free desserts, free massage but they were all unclaimed. Of course you have to spend a certain amount of money before you can claim that. Unclaimed. And They were only valid in November Now it's December So I threw them away An unclaimed gift is a wasted gift God's gift of love Came at Christmas Would you claim it? Would you claim it? You have now, today You can have it tomorrow It doesn't expire in November But it will expire expired last Friday for someone but thank God she claimed that way before that Friday would you claim that gift of love how to claim this gift it's just simple as ABC number one admit admit that he is God and you're not and therefore He's holy and we are not that we have sinned admit and be for belief Believe that He loves you. He loves me. And He sent His son at Christmas. And His son died on Good Friday. And His son rose again on Easter Sunday. Believe. And lastly, commit. Commit to love God in return. And complete that cycle of love. When we receive, we give. And that's all. Admit, believe. Believe. Commit. So peace on earth, goodwill to all men. Shall we rise as we sing this song? So you would come together.
1: So you will come. Before the world began, you were on his mind, and every tear you cried. Precious in his eyes. Because of his great love, he gave his only son. Everything was done so you would come. Nothing you can do, and nothing you can do could make him love you more. And nothing that you've done. Because of his great love, he gave his only son. Everything was done, so you would come to the father, come to the father. So your gift is small, broken hearts, broken lives, he will take down. of the blood Everything was done So you come So come to the Father Come to the Father Though your gift is small Broken hearts, broken lies He will take them all The power of the Word The power of His blood The word, the power of the word, the power of His blood. Everything was
0: done so you would come. Shall we now pause? Pause for a moment. Would you come? Would you come to God? Would you complete that loop of love that God so gave? at Christmas and that His love is made complete when we love. And I want to address all who have received this love. You have called Jesus Savior, friend. You have prayed that prayer so many years ago, or maybe recently, and you said, Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I want to be a Christian now. I want to be called to love. To all who have made that step, would you love this Christmas? I ask now God's Spirit to touch your hearts. My heart too tonight. That there is someone that the Lord is impressing on your heart now to love. could be an enemy. could be someone you have not spoken to or you don't want to speak to. But the love of God is touching your heart right now. That you need to reach out to this person who doesn't deserve it, who's been nasty to you, and you need to reach out to this person because God is calling you to reach out in love. whoever does not love does not know God. God lives in us and His love is made perfect in us. You got a name in your mind? You got a face in your head? You need to pray. I need to pray that we will be given strength from on high to love even the unlovable, even the one who has betrayed us Even the one who has been lost to us, and so you pray, we'll pray together that this Christmas day we will extend such love as never been seen, because it is the divine love of God first made known to us on Christmas Day. There probably are some here who has never upon the name of Jesus to say Jesus save me from my sins There's no expiry date is there there is an expiry date we expire and then we will have to meet our maker so before the expiry date let me urge you today Receive the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Saviour. Today, receive this love that He demonstrated in His Son. Admit that He is God and you are not. And you are not the God of your own life. You cannot control your destiny. Surrender it to God. Admit that we are sinful. Believe in Jesus who came, who died, and who rose again and commit your life to Him and complete that loop of love that as you receive love you will now, you will now have the power to give love how wonderful to be able to love with a strength that is not from you not reluctantly but with divine power don't you want to have that at Christmas So let me appeal to you if you want to make that decision today christmas day 2011 would you just raise your hand and put it down again as a sign of your commitment to the god who loves us would you just raise your hand and put it so many of us here also don't we all need the strength to love so easy to love those who love us back so easy to give those who will return and return much more but would we be sons of the most high this Christmas day and beyond to love the unlovable to give without expecting return To love as God loves us. We who are unlovable, God loves. We who keep taking and taking, but God gives. So one last time, let me make an appeal. If you have never received Jesus as your saviour, today, do that. He will give you a divine strength to love. One last time, would anybody like to just make that sign of a commitment before Him by raising a hand just up and down? Let's end in prayer. Let me pray for everyone here. Surely we need God's grace and God's strength to love this Christmas. Our dear Heavenly Father, loving God, God who sent Jesus, God who made colors, God who made us, we return our thanks to you this afternoon, Lord. We praise you, we give you thanks for the gift of love, the gift of life, the gift of divine strength in order to love, to change this world by love to change our hearts by your love. And I pray for everyone here, God, that as we depart from here, we will receive a fresh infusion of your divine grace and love. We can appreciate and reappreciate all over again what it is like to be loved by God and what it is like to love in return. And I pray that you will all have a good Christmas even better new year as we imbibe this love of God deep into our hearts and show it show it as sons of the most high and I pray in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ Amen Amen God bless you, Merry Christmas to those who have children in our children's program don't forget them (laughs) collect them